Hi, I'm Christine, and welcome to XOXO Christine, where we have honest and candid conversations about transformations, breakthroughs, and how we live our best life right now. We'll get from the I'm not good enough and I don't know what I'm doing to knowing and embracing your own self-worth and fully stepping into your purpose. Yes! Hi, and welcome back to XOXO Christine. I am Christine, and today is the last episode of season one. Oh my god, can you guys believe we've been through 15 episodes? My gosh, it passed by so fast. But before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to give some quick announcements. The first being that I am so excited to announce I'm taking on a few selective clients for the next new season for one-on-one life coaching. I so enjoyed and learned so much from all the clients that I've taken on for these past couple of months. Thank you guys so much for signing up and it's really resonated to the core of me that this is exactly what I'm meant to do and it, it fills me up so much to be able to discuss and partner with you guys to better develop what your plans are, who you are, what you want to do, and how we can better get there together as a team. So with that, I want to open up this new enrollment season for people who are interested on one-on-one coaching that really focuses on getting to the core of who you are, your truth, your story, the things that have held you back, and you really want to break through and transform, really hone in on what is it that you want to do with your life, and how do we get there, and what's the best plan to do so, and how do we pull those answers out of you. So if you're interested, please head over to my website, xoxochristine.com, and fill out the contact form and also I'm really excited to share that I'll also be offering group coaching sessions for people who are more financially conscious and on a budget. What's really valuable and special about group coaching is that you get to share the experience with other people who are also going through difficult or similar situations and really get to hear from one another how they've overcome and we work together as a group to really identify the issues that are underneath the limited beliefs and the strategies and different mindsets to break through that and really provide different tools that are effective for one another. So it's this really beautiful experience that you only get through group coaching and everyone's being vulnerable and open. So I highly, highly encourage anyone out there who may be intimidated by one-on-one self-coaching, but really, really wants to be a part of something and wants to connect and open up. If you want more information, just go to my website, fill out the form, and we'll go from there. And of course, as I'm wrapping up the season, I want to give a huge thank you and I love you to my Patreon family. You guys have been amazing and so supportive. And I really want to welcome the new members of our family, Linda, Yifan, Jenny, and Michelle. Thank you guys so much for believing in what we're doing and the community that we're creating. This is just the beginning. For anyone who's listening right now and wants to be a part of that, definitely come by, check us out. You're more than welcome to join the family. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. So for today, I really wanted to recap everything that I've learned this past season, not only for XOXO Christine, but for my own journey in life, as well as touch base on the number one topic that most of my clients want to work on and talk about and dig in deeper, which is developing self-confidence and true self-worth. 
it actually all ties in very beautifully together because as I'm going through my own journey of learning how to build a business as well as diving deeper into self-awareness and just being versus doing, self-confidence and self-worth is always something that comes up, right? Because even if you've been working on it, even if you understand the definition, there are things that test you throughout life. There are things that make you question it all the time, whether it's just tapping into social media and comparing yourself to other people or someone making a comment that triggers you or you just seeing how you haven't progressed as much as you thought, everything along the way can really make you question what is it that you're doing? What is your value as a person? And how do you really practice keeping that up and really believing in yourself? You know, this is something that everyone struggles with. So we're definitely not alone. I wanted to start off with what self-confidence actually is, right? That's something that I always ask my clients. Well, what does self-confidence and self-worth mean to you? Because it's a definition that varies from person to person. Self-confidence can be, you know, I believe in myself to I really know what I'm doing. I feel good about when I show up in the world. I feel good when I'm at work. I can look at my friends and look at myself and feel like, yeah, I'm doing it too. You know, I'm not behind. So there's many different things that people define self-confidence for themselves but the common theme that I realized is that self-confidence usually is associated with what other people think of you or how they perceive you and that's really interesting because when you think about it it's self-confidence like what do you think of yourself right confidence isn't what other people think of you it's what you think about you so once you accept yourself as the true decider of your own self-worth and stop allowing what other people think to validate you then you're instantly in control of your own self-worth and you can make decisions with self-confidence. It all ties in, right? Because a lot of times the world tells us, well, your self-confidence is based off of your job title, how much money you have, your status in the world, what are the roles that you play in life. But what I'm learning is when you strip away all of that, who are you? What is left? Is it someone who is generous by nature, who loves to be around people, who actually likes to stay at home and grow by reading and staying curious and open-minded? Are you someone who just loves to exercise and stay active, who likes to connect with other people and have very honest and real conversation? That's why they say a lot of times who we are really goes back to who we were as young children because it's the pureness, the innocence, the unjaded version of ourselves and we just show up as we were there was no concern about how other people saw us if we wanted to go on our bicycles and bike all day on our rollerblades we want to color that hunger for learning and being around people just laughing and enjoying life if we felt pain we cried it was just very natural we just showed up as we were without having to be or perform in ways that we thought would earn us recognition or or love or acceptance. I mean, we eventually developed that. But if you could think back to who you were back then, who was that? To be that and to sit in that being is where self-confidence grows and lives. That is exactly where you don't have to doubt what you say, what you do in order to prove your value in the world just as you were. You're great. You're beautiful. You're perfect. And that fact still remains true as we've grown up in the world. It's just the world has taught us differently and we've protected ourselves and shielded ourselves so much and put up all this armor that we no longer know who we are by not having to perform. What is our self-worth? This is why as grown people, we are asking these very fundamental questions. 
what is my self-worth? What is my self-value? So what tends to happen is that we start distracting ourselves or to convince ourselves that we're more worthy to build a false sense of confidence. That's why we throw ourselves into work. That's why we try to be the best friend that we can. That's why we try to overcompensate because we think by doing these things, then that's where confidence comes in from because then there's a measure of success. There's something that you can compare and contrast to somebody else standing next to you so that you know where you stand. However, that's a false narrative. You don't need anyone to validate you for you to have self-worth. Because if you're going to look at everyone's accomplishments, then you also have to look at their own doubts, insecurities, and fears. The very people that you're afraid of judging you are also afraid to be judged by you. Isn't that crazy? Like everyone's afraid of being judged by everyone else. We always look outward, but then when we reflect back, it's like, wow, other people feel the same way. They value your opinion just as much as you value theirs. But in actuality, it really doesn't matter. One has nothing to do with the other. Sure, rating ourselves and seeing how we stand in the world is something that we're accustomed to. That's something that has a purpose. It does serve a purpose in the world. However, when it comes down to what it means internally as who you are and what you have to offer, it has nothing to do with it. What somebody else's success or failures is their own. It's their own journey. We're all going through our own unique journey in life. This is why we all grow up in different environments, have different family members, different friends, different work experiences, and just general different life experiences. All of that added up shapes us into very completely different people with very completely different purposes. And it's hard to see that when it seems like we're all chasing the same things, especially when we're all in the same industry or we grow up with people who are very similar. Like, oh, you grow up amongst Asian Americans or you grow up in a community that really values being a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, being in technology, politics, entertainment. There's so many things that we're all trying to conform and belong. That's really what it is. Because as we're growing up, sticking out and being different is the worst thing that can happen, right? You don't want anyone to point out something about you and you're embarrassed by it. There's shame. There's like, oh my God, no, I'm just like everyone else. Don't pick on me. But as we grow up into adulthood, it's like the reverse. What is unique about you now? What makes you stand out? And that's the ironic thing, right? Because once we get to adulting, we're like, oh my God, what does make me different? Because everyone's trying to be a beauty guru. Everyone is trying to get into marketing. Everyone looks the same with makeup and surgery and how we dress and all of that. It's just, who are we? So all of this makes sense as to why we're questioning who we are as individuals. But the great news about that is if you're asking that question, then you're exactly where you need to be because that is a space where self-awareness and leveling up your self-consciousness arises. And that's a beautiful, beautiful place to be, guys. Oh my God. (laughs) I love it. Whenever I get to talk to a client or have a complimentary session with someone who's at that point, It just lights up my entire being. I'm like, oh my God, we have to talk. We have to dig. This is amazing because you're at that point where the world will open up to you and everything about you and what you're going through will make sense in such a simple way, in a way where you're like, oh my God, okay, all those quotes, all those inspirational speakers and videos and things that I've been through, it makes sense, but on such a deep, deep level. It's not just a quote to you. It's not just positive thoughts, positive vibes. No, it 
goes so much deeper into your soul, your being, your essence, and ties in the entire world and the whole reason for our existence. Everything makes sense. But practicing that (laughs) and being that and making a daily choice about that is the discipline that is required. And that's the hard part. I mean, it's not the hard part. It just takes patience and self-love and all these things that we disregard on an everyday basis and take for granted. The blessings and even manifestation makes sense. To me, that was always a concept that I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, like you're just going to believe and it happens. What actually clicked for me is thinking about it from an actor's perspective. You know, the great, amazing, transformative actors, they're amazing because they become the person, the role. They so believe that they are that person that is seamless, right? That's what manifestation is. You really encompass everything that you believe that you are and that you want to achieve in life, that you will do because you know that it's within you. It already is within you. So you act, you talk, you become, you really encompass all of that as you show up in the world. And it's not pretending. I know acting, you're like, okay, well, you're acting, you're pretending it's not really you. This is different because we've believed and trained our brains to embrace a perspective and a specific lens that we see the world that does not serve us. As much as you want to say, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy, Christine. You don't understand. I've failed in this. I've dishonored my family. I've made mistakes. Yes, that could be true. That could absolutely be true. I am not going to argue that with you. But if you're going to go there, then you also have to entertain the fact that you've also succeeded. You've also gone above and beyond. You've also done really beautiful things in life. You've accomplished great things that you didn't. You've made connections and exceeded beyond your expectations. That's also truth. You can't have one without the other. But which one do you want to believe? Which one do you want to put your energy into? Because how you show up in the world will determine your future. It absolutely will because it goes back to self-fulfilling prophecy. When you see the world in such a destructive, confining, negative state, then that's how you show up because nothing's working for you. The world is working against you. But if you train yourself and use the discipline to believe that the world is working for you, that all these things are happening for a reason, they're here to teach you lessons for you to become better, a better person for not only yourself, but the world. And that will become a self-fulfilling prophecy because when you show up with opportunities versus challenges, excitement versus disappointment, fearlessness, knowing that we're all connected, that when you show up as your best self, then you will absolutely help and shape the world to be a better place. And how are you going to do that? Well, that's how we get into the specifics. What are your plans from all your experiences? What is it that speaks to you? What is it that you've noticed that you can contribute to this world? And I know that seems like a really big question, but this is exactly the type of questions that will arise and pique your interest and curiosity as you start asking those questions of why am I here and who am I and what is my self-worth? This is the buddy and beginning of that even at this point not to doubt yourself and to put yourself down for oh my gosh I don't have my life together what am I doing you know it's oh 
Wow, how exciting! I can't wait to find out what these answers are. This is where life coaching and therapy and counseling really can help you propel you forward faster because you're focused on that. There's a target, there's someone who studied this, who has gone through self development, everything into one person to help you get there faster and to hone in on what's really important to you. Versus, I know a lot of times, even for me, the self wandering, although very necessary, can really sometimes feel like I'm just going around in circles versus when you go out and seek help, like when you get tutored for something. That person with all their life experience and work experience can help you accomplish your goals faster. Assuming, of course, that you're doing the work, right? That's where the discipline comes in because no matter if you get the best tutor in the world, they can't do the work for you. That really takes work on your end. But that's the beauty about, let's say, life coaching, where you're working on self development, self awareness, raising your consciousness as it aligns with your real life goals and what you really want to achieve in life. So maybe you want to get a promotion. Maybe you realize you want to switch jobs. Maybe you want to have a better relationship with the people in your life. All these things, they're all intertwined. You're working on all of that as it uplifts you all at once together. Like, It's hard to do one without the other. It's hard to have a better relationship if you can't hone in on why is it that you feel the need to get validation from your parents? Where does that come from? Why do you believe that? What do you believe in yourself? And defining what does self-worth mean to you? All these things are all tied in together because if you're just simply like, I want my parents to love me and be proud of me, that's just really tapping on the surface level. And this is why when we do it alone, we're just scratching the surface. We don't know where to go. We don't know what questions to ask. We don't know what tools to use. With life coaching, you really dig in deeper so that it's a sustainable transformation and it continues and follows through in the relationship and goal. Because as much as you're like, I want my parents to love me and be proud of me, like, you know, when you start doing that, it doesn't always last, right? Because you're like, oh, I feel like I have to achieve more. I have to constantly listen to what they say. I have to perform at this level all the time. So you're always looking for the peak moments for that ultimate, like, oh my God, you're amazing. We love you. You're my golden child and you're everything and you complete me. Like, that's not sustainable. So what is it that is true to a relationship that makes it so we believe in one another regardless of how we perform and who we are as individuals you want your parents to see you as who you are that's really what it is you want to be heard you want to be valued how do you do that you know one of the really big aspects of why i started this podcast was because i really wanted to share in my experiences as a person and as a life coach and to be honest That was a battle even for someone as open and honest as myself because I really was feeling conflicted about, well, what if people feel like I don't have my life together? So what business do I have life coaching anybody else? And I realized as my journey as a life coach that that's not the point of being a life coach. I'm not here to tell you what to do in life because I have it all figured out. If anything, life coaching isn't that at all. Life coaching is all about your unique journey in life and understanding that each of us has the answer within but 
a lot of times we don't believe that. A lot of times we don't even think that, right? We're like, I don't know. I don't know the answers. This is why I have the questions. Like if you're going to get a life coach, you want them to tell you. But they haven't lived your life. They live their life, which they can better grasp and understand the concepts of self-development, self-worth, self-awareness, and really digging in deeper, getting to the heart and essence of what your questions are about. But they're not here to tell you or advise you or consult you on what to do. I mean, you can also get life coaching in specific parts where like there are business coaches, relationship coaches, you can hire them as consultants slash life coaches. They definitely do exist. But the essence of a true life coach is using the tools that we've gathered throughout our experience, work experience, and life experience, the things that we've been through to help you hone in on the answers within yourself so that you can make the right decisions for yourself. Because what may have worked for me in my life may not work for you because of what I've been through, the people I've experienced, the conversations I've had, my own insecurities, that's different from you. So what is it that works for you? And that's what a life coach really is there to do because they believe in you. They believe in the power of when you embody your truth and your story that you will show up for the world in such an incredible way that will benefit us all. How can we not believe in that? How can we not try to pull that out of you if that's what you want to? How do we do that? together. So where my journey has taken me this past season is I've been through a lot of things that I did not expect. I mean, isn't that life? (laughs) I thought the more awareness that I came to cultivate, the more that I could be in that state of presence and gratitude, being calm, meditation and all that. I realized, and this is why I keep bringing up discipline, is because this is where the work and discipline takes place. The more that I was becoming self-aware of what, let's say, were my triggers, the more I was self-aware of how I was judging myself. And then I was judging myself for judging myself. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this just opened up a whole world of Pandora's box that I just didn't know would happen. And it's been quite a process and learning experience to just be and to accept and not judge. So when I'm feeling triggered, I'm learning to just be like, okay, just feel what you're feeling. It's okay if you're feeling upset. You don't immediately have to go to, no, let's reframe this. What is a positive way of looking at it? It's okay if you feel triggered by that. That trigger exists for a reason. So in order for me to not be triggered by it anymore, the key is to not put attention to it, to not force myself to not be triggered. I know it sounds really like around roundabout way and confusing and all of that. That's why it takes silence and meditation because of all the noise that we're taught about, you know, if you want something to go away, then you just kind of will it. You have to work at it to get rid of it. But it's really not that because ego comes into play. And the way that ego works is it's all about me, 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 me. That's why you play the victim card. That's why you have drama. That's why you blame other people because your brain makes it personal. It's been trained to make things personal so that you can react, so that it knows how to take you from dangerous to safety. It has to be one extreme or the other. It doesn't play anything in between. So if you're kind of like, meh, it's all right. Your brain doesn't know how to work with that. So a lot of times in our own heads, that's why our inner critic and story spin out of control and we're in our own heads a lot because that's just the way our mind works to keep us safe and protected. When we remove ourselves from the situation and just observe, 
kind of like a third person, like as if you're watching yourself like you're an audience in a movie theater. You're watching your life play out. You're watching your thoughts play out. And you are already doing it because when you hear yourself criticizing yourself, you're not your inner critic because you're listening. You can hear what your inner critic is saying. Because if you were your inner critic saying, I'm not enough, you're not good enough, then you wouldn't be able to hear yourself. Then it would just be that you exist in the world as I'm not enough. But because you can actually hear those thoughts, that's what makes you separate from those thoughts. You are the observer of those thoughts. That's something... (laughs) Maybe it takes time to digest and process, but if you can grasp that concept, then that really unlocks a whole new door to understanding what it means to not judge yourself and to remove yourself and not put energy in areas in your life that no longer serves you. That starts the beginning process of understanding that you've always had the choice. This is what they mean by the Wizard of Oz, that Dorothy, you always had the power. You always had the power to decide and make the choices for yourself on what you want and don't want in your life and who you want and don't want to be. It's all within your control. Whatever happens outside of that, it'll happen regardless. What you're responsible and accountable for is your own thoughts and actions and you have control over that, then it actually doesn't really matter what is outside of your control because it's outside of your control. You can't do anything about it. That's when you can let it go. That's when you can choose not to put your energy and focus on those things because that's going to happen regardless. But how you intake that information, how you want to show up in the world is completely in your control. And that's where the self-fulfilling prophecy will manifest. So then you're like, Christine, how do I do that? (laughs) A very valid question. And I wanted to leave you guys with some tools and different ways of thinking of things that can help you along this process of who am I? What is my self-worth? Developing true self-confidence and opening up that space of self-awareness so that you're not judging yourself, you're not bringing yourself down and you can really come from a place of empowerment versus overcompensation, right? Or trying to prove something to other people when you don't even believe it yourself. The first thing is reframing. Reframing is such a powerful tool and basically it's as simple as looking at something that was originally a challenge and seeing it as an opportunity. How do you do that? So for example, a challenge in your life could be that I work really hard at work, but I never seem to get recognized and I don't know if this is right for me. I don't know if the company is right for me. I don't know if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in life. That's definitely a challenge. That's definitely like, okay, so how do I get over this hump, this mountain? And by using reframing, basically you ask yourself, what's the opportunity here? So you feel like you're working hard and you're not getting recognized. What's the opportunity? Maybe the opportunity is the exact question that's coming up is a space for you to explore other options. Maybe there's something inside of you that's stirring that has been poking and nudging you, but you've been pushing it down and suppressing it because for whatever reason, you feel like this is the career path that I have to take. 
and maybe by things not working out the way that you thought, now you're asking these questions that you normally would not have asked. Sometimes life works that way. It's by really subtle things at first. They're like, hey, 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 pay attention. Maybe this isn't for you. There are other things that are meant for you, but you ignore it. Then they get louder and bigger and then to a point where you can't ignore it. And in my life, a lot of times it forcefully pushes me out of the situation that I'm in. I refuse to listen and it gets to a point where it's like, ah, mental health, physical health, relationships all suck, you know, and it's like blaring alarms in my life. And I'm like, oh, okay, what is happening here? Maybe I should take a moment to self-reflect. There's so many opportunities to reframe the situation. And if you look at that, then there's so many different paths that open up versus just the block versus like, oh, it's a mountain that I don't know how to climb. There's many different ways to go about it and perhaps lead you down a path that actually is what you've been looking for, that actually resonates and coincides with what aligns with you. My life coaching is a perfect example of that for me. Another thing that will help is really focusing on your mental health. It's so vital and important to staying in tune with your intuition. A lot of times our body, it's giving us signals, it's telling us things. And if you don't pay attention to it, then it gets worse and worse. You know, if you're stressed and you overeat, by overeating, the consequences of that is poor health and maybe gaining weight that you didn't want to gain. It doesn't really fix or solve your stress level. By not paying attention to your mental health, it's the same as not paying attention to your physical health. Taking time for self-care and self-love, staying in tune with what resonates with you, what speaks to you, really growing and learning, whether it's reading a book, watching an inspirational video, watching a TED Talk. These are things that speak to your soul, that speaks to your mental health. The more you pay attention to it, the better the effects that will have on your life. And that directly aligns with with your self-confidence, your self-worth, and knowing who you are. Also, taking responsibility for your thoughts and actions. This is something that I talked about earlier. Great quote from Eleanor Roosevelt is that no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. It's so easy to point the finger at other people and blame them for how they made you feel, how they made you act. If you get in a fight with a friend, you're like, you're the one that did this that made me so mad. It's perfectly understandable that that person did something that hurt you. You know, sit in that, sit in that feeling. But then when you're ready, you really have to take a look at what is it that you allowed that person to make you feel and act. That's your responsibility. That person can prick you and hurt you. But if you hit back, that is your responsibility. If you say something back and hurtful and you hurt them, that is your responsibility. Not pushing that on somebody else. Because when you can take that responsibility for yourself, then you can know and decide next time that that's not how you want to show up. That is not your best self. And you didn't like it. It didn't serve you. So, okay, so you said something mean back to that person. Did that make the situation better? Did that make you feel better? Maybe temporarily, but then you're looking for long-term outcome. By taking responsibility, you can come from a clear mind of like, you know what? This is where I draw my boundary with toxic people. This is not someone that I want in my life. Or you can look back and be like, you know, what I really want is just a better relationship with my friend. I really care about her and I want to grow in our friendship and our love for one another. So then when you can hone in on that, then you can make decisions that can serve that purpose and you can work towards that versus a lot of times we do things that make no sense as to what we really want because we don't know what 
what we really want because it's covered by all this noise of how we feel and how other people have made us feel and blaming and pointing the finger. This is why it starts with you. When you can ground yourself in what you believe, who you are, what you're really thinking, then it makes life so much simpler. And the last thing, which is something that I think is the core of who I am and, you know, understandably this podcast and anything that I do in life, which is try to be honest. Try to be your most honest, authentic self. And if you hold yourself to that standard, then you will get honest answers back in life. Life will reflect that back to you versus kind of a filtered perspective, filtered answers, what you think you should be doing, what you think you should say, what you think should matter. When you're honest with yourself and what you're really thinking and what you're really feeling and why, then you will get real answers back. And that's when you can start really making progress and take back your life. That's where true empowerment comes from. Once you understand that, that honesty is where it starts, is where it stems, and that you have absolute control over that honesty, then that's when you know you can show up as whoever you want, whenever you want. And if you want to show up as your best self and do amazing things, connect with people on a deeper level, and really make an impact in the world, that's where it begins. Honesty. And with honesty requires vulnerability. And with vulnerability, like Brene Brown says, it requires courage. So all of that comes and lives within you. Truth is power. And that is exactly why I say your truth and your story and everything you've been through, your journey up to this point and what you're going to continue learning is so much power. That is what is unique to you. That is your superpower. As cheesy as that sounds, when you can encompass that, that is what makes you special. That is what makes you stand out. That is why you are here. You're here to use that superpower in this world exactly as you are, only the way that you can use it. And that, my friends, is where self-confidence, self-worth, and self-value live and reside in you. So thank you guys so much so, so much for being a part of my journey and staying with me beyond even just this first season of XOXO Christine. I know a lot of you guys message me through my Instagram, through my website, Patreon. I am continuously blown away by how infinite this world is and you guys are so much a part of that and who I am and what I'm doing So much of you is in that. So thank you so much. I am so grateful to you all. And again, I extend an invitation to anyone out there who feels like you want some help, a partner in this, to just fill out the contact form on my website for either one-on-one life coaching or group coaching, or if you want to join Patreon. These are all communities that are there for you and for you to feel not alone. You are so loved. I believe in you guys so much. And I will talk to you guys soon. Love you guys so much. Bye.